What's going on, Niner fam? It is a I come to you bittersweetly. Like it is obviously it's not a, a great day in Niner Nation, but you've got me, you've got this shoulder to lean on, and we're gonna we're gonna go over some things real quick. But first, why don't we just start off hitting my music? Hey, Niner fam, like it is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. And once again, just let's get it started with make sure you give this uh, this one a like. Make sure that you give us a subscription and and hit the bell notification so that you get the so that you're getting notified when I'm going live. But obviously not a happy day, right? Like not a happy day at all. And the 49ers lose to the Eagles. I'm not even gonna say the score because honestly, it's irrelevant. The, the the reality is I could get on here and I could start off by talking about how frustrated I was with the officiating. I could talk on here what what I could I could talk about a lot of things. Like we could say a lot of things right now about about that game. The the at the end of the day, this game was over in the first quarter. I mean that's the reality. It was over as soon as Brock went down. That was a wrap. So none of the other stuff we could talk about uh, the penalties. We can talk about the, we could talk about a, a ton of things. Uh, we could talk about play calling. We could talk about Josh Johnson. We could talk about all kinds. The reality is, is we didn't have a chance once Brock went down. We're in the NFC championship game. Think about this for a minute. You're in the, the NFC championship, which means there's only four teams that are going to make it a season out of 32 which means the 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 room for error is like is like razor thin. And I said on the preview that it was going to it was going to be all about execution. And it was going to be all about who was going to blink first, who was going to uh have the most penalties. It what it's I mean it is what it is. Once Brock went down, there's no he was our third string. That means that we were on our fourth string quarterback. So if anybody was expecting the the Shanahan offense just to go keep going without a that that doesn't normally happen. I know that the the uh national media and everybody was trying to make a big deal out oh you can stick anybody in the the Shanahan system and they're going to no that's not the way that it works. They got very lucky. Maybe Brock Purdy's just good. Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously serviceable. Uh, I mean, like maybe, like yeah, maybe the Brock Purdy was just good for Kyle's system, and we talked about system quarterbacks in the last 
in the last uh, episode and what it takes for a quarterback to get chemistry with their coach. Josh Johnson came off the street. I mean, yes, he's been on the team before, but he has no reps with anybody. So to think that he's going to come in and be a world beater, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I say all that to say, let's not get down. Let's not get down. We were, we made it to the final four with our third string quarterback. It shouldn't have even, we were lucky. I, I don't want to say that we were lucky to be here um, because obviously that would, that would not give credit to this defense. That would not give credit to, um, and I want to say what's up to the people in, in the chat real quick. Uh, Alfonso, appreciate you coming in. Thank you for the subscribe, brother. I probably saw that. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Edgar. Edgar. Uh, Niner Bros. And for channel fans and players. Yeah, it it's uh, it, like I said, it's a bittersweet day, right? Like they, I, I, I hate to. Once this game st got started and Brock got hurt, that was. I didn't want to say it was over for me, but I, I was, I was still, they were, they were hanging in there for a minute and uh, I still had a little bit of hope, but then they, it quickly, we quickly realized, we quickly realized uh, why the, uh, that like how important Brock was to this team and how important the quarterback position is to this team. And Alfonso asked the question, uh, why do you think the Niners played so badly? It's because they were on their, their fourth string quarterback. The The defense actually played really well, but you can't be on the field the whole game. There is no defense in this league that can be on the field the whole game and just hold teams. That's just not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And we saw why, because the more opportunities you give, uh, the defense gives the refs to make calls, they will. Because the D, the, the league... The NFL, let's just be real. The NFL doesn't want to see a defensive game. They don't want to see it. They want to see points. They want to see points. And when they don't get to see point, they're going to penalize teams that, that lean on defense. There's When was the last time we had a team leaning on defense win the Super Bowl? We You haven't seen that in forever. Because, I mean, even the teams that it was a low-scoring game, that wasn't the, the way the league drew it up. Like that wasn't the way they drew it up. Like just because there was a couple of low scoring Super Bowls, uh, believe me, the league did not want that to happen that way. Those the, kudos to those, those, and those defenses weren't even that great. Like statistically not, they weren't on the level of the 49er defense, but I say all that to say, I say all that to say when we lost our quarterback, that, that was a wrap. So, all of the now I could get on here and say how bad the refs were because the refs were terrible throughout this game. They were terrible. There's no other word for it. They were terrible. Like uh, it, it was just unsettling how bad they were. And in this big of a game, supposedly an all-star group was that terrible. Uh, yeah, they had no control over the game. Like uh, no control over it, and it was almost like they were letting the 49 the 49ers, uh, they were letting both teams like just blow up and like get in skirmishes and like all the other stuff. Uh, normally, uh, an officially uh, uh, officials will get that kind of stuff knocked out like right quick, and they get involved right. These guys were letting them go 
and then and then when it boiled over, now you want to throw flags. <laughs> it was just a terrible job all the way around by the referees. It was, and I and I'm betting, willing to bet we're gonna hear how bad it actually was tomorrow. Um, I mean, but when multiple national guys get on Twitter saying talking about blatant false starts that are happening like every other snap uh, for the other team and nothing's being called, nothing being called. Uh, Another guy gets held, is getting held, but you call him for uh, for the hand of the face. Like, I mean, it's just it was just bad all the way around. It was bad all the way around. And I could keep going and keep going and keep going about the calls. But the reality is it doesn't matter. Kudos to the Eagles for taking advantage of a bad situation that the 49ers have. Like, hey, they made it. And I got I said some emotional, I got emotional on, on Twitter a little bit ago and just said, and just I because I honestly I don't think that the Eagles are that good. Uh that's my personal opinion on him. I didn't see anything in this game. People are going to say, oh, well, you lost 31 to 7, 30, whatever the score ended up, 38 to 7, whatever it was. Like, uh, but people would see that and say, and say, well, how could you say they're not that good? They weren't that good. We didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> we didn't have a quarterback. We had a guy off the street at quarterback. There was no offense. There's little to no offense because we didn't have a a guy that could throw the ball, like just throw the ball. And then he got hurt. And then we had no quarterback because Brock can't throw the ball. So he's, they're having to come up with all these crazy run plays. And like, I mean, what, what did you, what did, what did anyone expect? And then for the, the pundits to get on like uh, the guys on TV to sit there and act like the 49ers got bullied and they got, they got pushed around that, uh, that they got out physical. That's just not accurate. It's just not accurate. And I could, it could sound like bitter grapes. Like sometimes you just got to take it, but when it's blatant, this is the reason why I no longer watch ESPN. This is the reason why I very rarely watch any national people just because because of the nonsense, the nonsense narratives that they're trying to make. Now they've got to make the Eagles uh, world beaters because they're in the Super Bowl and they have to be great because they're in the Super Bowl. Like uh, they're not a bad team by any stretch. The Eagles are are very, I would say they're probably a really, they're a really good team. But I think that the 49ers, it would, if all things being equal, I think that the 49ers uh, would have at least, would, would have given them a much better game. Had uh, had Brock not got hurt, and uh, the defense did an outstanding job. Like uh, they get yes the, and people are gonna look. Uh, they got thirty one points, and they were led down the field by penalties. Yeah, there were some stupid penalties by. There was a lot of stupid penalties by Greenlaw. However, they shouldn't have even been in those. A lot of that stuff was frustration just because they had been. They had been. Uh, I mean, you saw Kyle on the sideline, like uh, they're just the play where they're giving, they gave them the roughing the kicker after, after uh, Jordan Mason got pushed into the kicker. And I mean, it was a kind of a bang, bang play, but to call roughing the kicker on that, I thought that that was, that was nonsense. Like, uh, and and then you give them another another chance, and that just keeps leaving leading them down the field. 
and it was what it was. But I don't think the 49ers got dominated physically. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I think that all things being equal, I think the 49ers could have beat that team had they had a viable quarterback. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I see some uh, some guys in the chat like uh, the – But to answer the question about why the 49ers played so badly, I mean, they just didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a simple answer. They didn't have a quarterback. And there, you tell me one team that has ever been in the NFC Championship game without a quarterback. Just tell me one. To I mean, literally no quarterback. They can't throw the ball. They cannot physically throw the ball, and they've got to come up with random run plays like uh, to to try and get some kind of offense. It's it's never gonna happen. So, uh, but yeah, and uh, and you know, Alfonso saw the same thing I did. Not all of those penalties on the Niners look like penalties. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't. But it and it is what it is. It's kind of a moot point because we there was no way the 49ers were gonna get any offense going. They had no quarterback. They didn't have a person that could just throw the ball. And when I say it's one thing to say that you don't have a quarterback, a viable quarterback, that's just not good. It's another thing to say that he literally cannot throw the ball. And you're forced to, like I said, do random run plays just to get any kind of offense. Uh, who comes out of the AFC? Uh, I think, I mean, I haven't even looked at the game yet. I'm going to watch it after this. But, uh, I mean, I'm pulling for the Bengals in this one. Uh, like, I mean, Casey beat us earlier this year, so I got a thing against them, but, uh, but yeah, I, I so I'm going to go for it. It doesn't really matter. Honestly, to me, all I care about is that somebody beats the Eagles. That's where I'm at with it because somebody needs to bring those guys down. I, I want to see them go up against a team when they're not going to get all the calls and, and that that team has a viable quarterback. So I'd like to see that because all these teams are good at this point. Like, uh, and this is a good point too. Uh, and I'm not even going to get into stats because this game really didn't even, for what? Why are we going to even look at the stats? But I, I did notice throughout the game that, I mean, the Niners, even with no quarterback, that's why I say that the, the uh, defense did a great job, was even with no quarterback, like they were still holding the Eagles to like, I mean, trash offensive uh offensive possessions and uh, yeah but jalen hurts only threw for 120 yards he he didn't impress me today he did not impress me now congratulations eagle fans because you got to the super bowl i mean you did something right to get here but this was almost like a mulligan for you guys once you got pretty hurt it was it was a wrap and like and good but kudos to you guys for get for getting to that point and and uh and winning the game like I mean, it is what it is. Like, uh, you can't act like a negative. Like, uh, you can't sit there and, and act like, oh, well, they don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. They absolutely do. They played. <laughs> they played in the NFC title game. It was unfortunate for the 49ers that they that they had the injuries that they did. And that's where we're at. Like, uh, But with that being said, so with that being said, oh, they're saying Bengals might be down 10-0 in a, in a minute. Hey, what's going on, Nate? Appreciate you coming through. Uh, and they said that PI call on Ward was also a back. I mean, it, it might have been, but 
realistically speaking, there were so many bad calls in this game that are we really going to cherry pick like one and two? There were just so many. There were so many bad ones. And like to the point to where I can't even remember all of them. And it was, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, now, and this is the one I knew this was coming eventually. What do you think the QB uh, situation will be next year? Do you think Lance will start? I think that it's going to be a QB competition. Just like I said, even if, even if they won the Super Bowl, I thought that it was going to be a QB competition. People still th- seem to think that Brock Purdy's just got the job outright. But I look at it like this. Purdy is not a big man. <laughs> and I had said multiple times on my previous shows that because he's so little, I get afraid that he can't make it through a season. Uh, like if he had had to play the whole season, remember people forget that he only played like seven or I think this was his eighth game. Like it's not, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. And they, I think that they're going to give Lance every opportunity to come through and prove that he can be the guy uh, because they invest, they invested what they invested in him. So I think Lance is going to get a chance. I think that they're probably going to go at it in training camp. And if Purdy's the guy, I think that they'll keep Lance as a backup. I don't think they're going to trade him because of the reason that I just gave you is that he's a small guy. He's really slight of build and it's just, it is what it is, what it is. Like, I mean, you, you saw it. We were on our third string quarterback guys, like, uh, which meant that, actually we're on the fourth string like uh three of our guys got hurt so the more quarterbacks you got the better and if you have an opportunity to have trey lance on a on a rookie deal and for whatever reason he's your second best i'm keeping him i'm not trading him for sure i'm not trading him you got two more years like well no you got three more years of his rookie deal like if you choose to take his fifth fifth year like, uh, so why, why, unless you're just don't want the competition for Brock Purdy, you think you can get something for Trey Lance. But the reality is, is he's coming off of an injury. He hasn't shown anything in the league so far, uh, but besides potential and you're not going to get back what you gave up. So I don't think it makes much sense to me to trade. They might still trade him, but, and if they could get a haul for him, then I get it, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that they, I think that they hold on to both guys and uh, it is what, and they, they hammer it out in, in OTAs and camp. So, but we'll see, we shall see. Uh, and Alfonso says, how do you feel about D'Amico Ryan's possibly leaving for Houston? I mean, we all knew that was coming. We all, we all knew that, I mean, I don't even know that he's gone to Houston. I don't know if they've announced it or not. Uh, Everybody's assuming that he goes to Houston, but regardless, we knew he was gone after the season. And I don't know what the exit plan is for the 49ers. Cause honestly, I thought that, uh, that they were going to get the guy that the, that the Dolphins signed today, Fangio. He was the one that was in the building in the off season it was almost like they were getting him ready to be the guy next season. But Miami apparently threw a whole bunch of money at him, which makes me think that the 49ers probably that was the plan. 
uh, it probably was the plan for him to uh, to come in after after D'Amico, but and that the Miami just outbid him. So it it'll really be interesting to see who they bring in for uh, to replace D'Amico because D'Amico's gone. Everybody knows that. So it doesn't matter where he goes. Hey, he's gone. And so Damien, Damien in the house. What's going on, brother? I appreciate you coming through on this somber of a, of a Sunday. What's that? He says, what's up, Niner faithful and still faithful. And that's important. Still faithful. Like we are, we are 49er fans till the wheels fall off and the wheels haven't fallen off. We got to the final four with our third string quarterback. I mean, take some solace in that. It's a good it was a good season for the 49ers. And I know people will say, "Oh, we don't play, we don't want to hear about just being relevant and like all that kind of stuff." The people are already blaming Kyle. I hear I I mean, I see it and it's just honestly, it's just sickening. It's really sickening to my stomach. Like, who do you want to bring in? Nobody ever has an answer of who do they want to bring in. They just say that they want Kyle gone. They blame Kyle for this, that, or whatever. And and then they want they want to they just want him gone. I don't want Kyle gone. Kyle is a very good coach. I think that they they don't need to call him a genius yet until he gets his Super Bowl. I think it's going to come. I love the culture that they've brought here, him and Lynch. Uh, I think that the sky is is definitely. I mean, there's nowhere to go but uh, but up with this team. This team is terribly deep. Their core is signed for for years to come. There is no reason to think that the 49ers are going to be anywhere but in the same position in the playoffs uh, for the foreseeable future, in my mind. Like, uh, I think that they have a very good, solid team put in place, and it's it's going to be it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, I know everybody is like, is like, well, you know, how could you like, aren't you sad about it? Of course, of course we lost, we lost, but I mean, it's football, it's football and you're gonna, you're not always going to win. And when you don't win, you got to take it on the chin. You got to get up and you got to regroup and you got to take it and you got to go and you got to come back next year stronger. And the one thing about this coaching staff and Lynch is that every year they've learned from their mistakes. They've come back a little bit better, a little bit different. They've done things a little bit differently than they did the year before, and it's always served them better. They've gotten better and better and better. I, that's what I expect this year. I think Kyle has learned a lot this at throughout this process. I think he's learned a lot throughout this five-year process, and he's getting – he's like this close. He's this close. Like uh, we're we just we just got to get him there. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, so. Uh, and Kaimi says, uh, or yeah, Kaimi says they'll they'll hold on to both uh, QBs. I think so. I think so. I think that goes without saying. I, I just don't think say why why would you not? Uh, my boy Nate uh, says it's six nothing. Chiefs, like, uh, I, it to be honest, it doesn't matter to me who wins this game, like, uh, because I don't, I don't have a dog in this, in this fight. Like, uh, I'm a Niner fan, and I just want somebody to beat, to beat up uh, Philly, because and prove that they're not as good as as the national pundits tried to make them out to be. Because I honestly, I wasn't impressed. So, uh, yes, they beat us. Kudos to them. But 
I was not impressed. <laughs> Niners didn't really throw the ball. Yeah. No, they did not because they didn't have a quarterback that could literally physically throw the ball. So, yes, no, they did not. And Eric, oh, my boy Eric Wallace is in the building. Hey, what's up, Eric? Appreciate you. My favorite, my only, uh, the only Seattle fan that I like. Like, but uh, he says, hey, everyone, good evening. Appreciate you coming through, man. Uh, and Alfonso says, Niners haven't won a Super Bowl since before I was born. Hopefully they win one in the next couple of years. I, I, absolutely. But I will say this. This has been a belief of mine for a long time is that you can't, all you can ask for is for your team to consistently get to the playoffs. If you, and now if it's ineptitude is the reason why you're not making it past that point, uh, then that's one thing. And like you're ridiculously talented. And the, the only reason why you're not making it is ineptitude that I could see it, but you've got to look at the ways that the 49ers have not made it to so they, they made, they've made three of the last four NFC championship games. Uh, one of them, they got to the Super Bowl, then and they lost to Kansas City once again. It was another learning process for Kyle. Uh, I think I thought that he. And then the next season, I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of injuries. But then last year, he gets to the MC Championship game, but Jimmy just couldn't make a throw. It really, it, that's really what it came down to was Jimmy could not make the throw that we needed when we needed it. So now we pivot off of Jimmy and we go to uh, to Trey. He gets hurt in the second game. Then then you get uh, then you get Jimmy back and he's playing the best ball that we've seen him play. And then and but then he goes down. You think oh for sure the season's over now. And now we're down to Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, seventh round rookie quarterback. Uh, got, season's got to be over, right? Nope. We go on a streak. <laughs> we keep going. We keep it going on a streak. And Purdy goes on and rails off seven wins in the, two of them in the playoffs. Like you can't write this stuff. If anything, Kyle has done more. Like, I mean, most coaches could not get away with what Kyle's Kyle has accomplished. So that's why I look at Kyle and I say, no, he's not going anywhere. We just need to get him. Eventually we will be in a position. Look, Super Bowls take luck. You've seen it. Injuries happen, not just for the 49ers. They're happening all over the league. If you looked at the, the Eagles injury report, they had a whole bunch of guys on their injury report too. They had some guys that early on were starters, and but we don't think about it now because they've been out for so long. But that's the way the NFL works. Today's NFL, the guys are just hurt all the time. And for unfortunately for the 49ers, they're key players. They're a quarterback and, but a lot of quarterbacks are getting hurt nowadays. So it, it is what it is, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I've, I've been blessed to, to watch, uh, to, to know what was going on for three, three of the 49ers Super Bowls. I'm old, I'm 45, like, uh, but, and I've been watching the 49ers for over 35 years, like, uh, but it's it like, uh, believe me, if I could tell you, if I could tell you anything about what I've watched over the 35 years that I've been watching uh, the 49ers is that Kyle shouldn't be going anywhere. 
this is a good squad. This is a good squad. This is a good coaching staff. Uh, what we don't need is is to is to sit there and look at the situation and just make rash decisions because we're not happy with the end result. Like uh, it, there's a lot of context that goes into that. And uh, Kyle did a masterful job this year managing all of it. And so I give that man kudos. This coaching staff was awesome this season. It was awesome. It's just, that's why this it's so hard to do this show today is because this coaching staff, these players, it was just, they, they had such a great season and for it to get derailed, like it did. Uh, it's, it's sad. It is sad because I think that this team had the potential to do it. And unfortunately, it was that unfortunate injury to Brock that derailed the whole thing. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, and uh, Alfonso said, Niners have had opportunities in the last decade to win the Super Bowl, and they lost to the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yep, for sure. Like, uh, Kyle, I think that he was he's still learning. But I think that that's, the, it's just like I said just a little bit earlier, the fact that you can see him make make changes the more the more he doesn't just make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again they make a mistake and they pivot they something happened they don't uh the special teams is the worst in the league what do they do they get a new special teams coordinator in and they get and they and they overturn the whole special teams to the point to where the 49ers had one of the best special teams this year like uh when they got hurt when they when they were when they kept getting uh, hurt all the time in the beginning, they tried to make this team the deepest it possibly could be. Also, they got a new training staff twice. <laughs> like uh, they 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 are trying to figure it out. They're making changes. They're making they're making decisions that are trying to make this team better. That's all you can ask for, is that they're pivoting. That they're making they're making changes. It's just got to all pan out. Super Bowls take a lot of luck. It's not as easy as it sounds. So, but yeah, I agree that it's been a while. And the they lost to the Ravens. I mean, Harbaugh makes a lot of, I mean, I'm not the biggest Harbaugh guy like in the world. I'm a Michigan fan too. And I, there is really kind of a love-hate thing with Harbaugh uh, for me. But I think that Shannon is a much better coach than Harbaugh is. I don't know about anybody else, how anybody else feels about it. And, but frankly, that, frankly, that's my opinion on it. I think that, that Shani is a much, he's much more flexible in his coaching style than, than Harbaugh is. Harbaugh uh, thinks he's the guy and that he is the last and end all. And I, I just, I can't, I can't, it's not a, it's not a good situation. Now, I don't know what Harbaugh would have been with uh, with Lynch because Balky was terrible as a GM. So it, it could have been different, but I still think that Shanahan was a better coach in my estimation. But to each their own. Who do I think the next DC is going to be? I, You know, I'm going to have to look at this coaching staff and see and start looking to see who the most likely candidate is now that we've got plenty of time to do so. I'm not going anywhere. You guys are still going to get your shows every week, probably twice a week, at least two to three times a week. And yeah, it's uh, so I'm going to be still digging up information, 
like uh, keeping you guys updated on on what the possibilities are in this coming off season because now it's just time for mock draft season and I love draft season. I wish the 49ers weren't in it so early, but I will be here to help you guys through that situation. So it's uh but I'm going to dig more into that. I'll probably have some answers for you on the, my next show on Tuesday. So, but yeah. And uh, Kami says thumbs up. Appreciate you Kami. Uh, appreciate you guys coming in. But uh, yeah, it, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate the way that this game ended up. Uh, and you're going to hear a lot of things that are going to frustrate you guys over the over the next uh, over the next uh, few days. And all I can say is I wouldn't even turn on ESPN to be honest. I'm not going to because they're just going to talk a bunch of nonsense that has nothing to, had nothing to do with this game or the reason why the 49ers lost the game. Uh, the reality is, is they lost their quarter, but they were down to their fourth string quarterback. And I hope that you guys can understand that, that, that had nothing to do with Kyle or anybody. It was just dumb luck and it's football. That's the way it goes. And sometimes, sometimes the chips don't fall the way you want them to. And, uh, but kudos to the Eagles for getting to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I would say, but, and we talked about, uh, we talked about Lance and now we're going to be fully on, like I said, we're going to be full on into, I'm going to start looking at draft tape, uh, start getting these guys, uh, start getting my mocks together. And I mean, it really, once the senior bowl is over, that's when it really starts to ramp up for draft season. So it's, uh, we'll still probably need, I'll probably need to wait till then to start doing mocks, but it's, it's going to be like, uh, I, I love, I love this part of, of identifying talent and seeing who the, even though the 49ers never pick anybody that I, that I, that I pick, I could I could show you guys one of these day, like who I've been picking for the last three years because I've been doing BD Peacock does uh, Shadow 49ers, who I used to. And uh, so ever since I've been listening to him, I've, I started doing that myself. So I have the last, uh, I believe it's three years. I have the last three years worth of of uh, of my my picks at when the 49ers were in the draft. And, uh, and I would say it's probably... I mean, the, I can't really argue with the 49ers picks at this point. <laughs> like, I mean, not that I, I think that uh, that I've picked some guys that that actually would have helped the 49ers in the situation that they are right now. Because I think uh, the most the the biggest place that I'm looking at the, at the 49ers is our secondary. Uh, we had no clue that last year that Hafunga was going to be what he was this year. Uh, I think that that is huge that they found their one of their safeties of the future. But now they've got a hole on the other side because Tashawn Gibson is old. Uh, and I, I don't think they bring back Jimmy Ward. There's a lot of questions on this, on this team from a makeup. The core is intact. The core will be intact, but there's a lot of the, the pieces around them that it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. Like starting with uh, Jimmy Ward, Juwan Jennings, um yeah i'm interested to see uh danny gray I, I, i'm interested to see what their plan is for some of these guys and 
Uh, I think uh, Poe could be a guy that that uh, that could be in the mix next season. I think that they've really kind of been trying to to push him. I think Drake Jackson's going to be a factor. Uh, I know that he he's been inactive, but I mean, think about Aaron Banks was inactive all last season, and what did he look like this season? So, give these guys an off season, a full off season. Nick Zakel is another one to look at. Uh, that's another guy that could be bolstering this offensive line. We'll we'll see. I, I, I'm really kind of I I've got to go in and just dive in and just really look at the situation. But I think that there's going to be not a lot of turnover. I think it's going to be the same thing as it was last year. They're going to bring in some more rookies. Uh, I don't think there's going to be too much on the free agent market like uh, that the 49ers are going to go after. I don't think they're going to go after any big names. They got theirs in CMC. So, but it is what it is. Uh, Mariah, appreciate you coming through, fam. It is what it is. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's a bad, it leaves all of us a bad taste in our mouth, but I appreciate you coming through, fam. Like, uh, yeah, most of the, the media didn't pick the Niners. It doesn't matter what the media thought. I, honestly, I don't care what the media thinks because they're they're really, they're wrong a lot, <laughs> a lot. Like, uh, and it's it just goes to show you why, why we felt the need to go to YouTube to get people that are actually passionate about our teams to hear people talk about our teams that are passionate and are passionate about going out and getting the information, the, the real information, not the, uh, not the, the fake narratives that the, the media pushes that the ESPNs and the uh, NFL networks push. It's all fake narratives to, to get you guys to click. Like uh, it's, it's a bunch of nonsense. Now a, a broken clock is right twice a day. So they're going to be right sometimes, but, it, it is what it is like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't care who they picked. I don't even pay attention to any of that kind of stuff because it's uh, because they're wrong so often that it really doesn't matter. But, and Alfonso says that Mosley will be back uh, too. He might be, I think he's, I think he's a free agent. I want to say he's a free agent uh, that the, but because of his injury, he probably will be back for a cheaper deal. Unfortunately for him, unfortunately for him, because he's coming off of a major injury that I mean, and who knows what he's going to look like coming off the injury. So I think all that plays a part. So, yeah, we it is what it is, guys. And I look at this as it's a somber day, 49er fans. And but like I said, I'm going to be here for you guys going forward at least two to three times a week. I'm going to keep try to keep you up to date on all the 49er news. Uh, I will have another show that to where I get to kind of deep dive into what this team uh, is looking at in the off season. Uh, so I'll have a, a show on Tuesday about that for a, so it'd be 6 PM Pacific time. So make sure you guys tune in for that. I really appreciate all you guys coming in today uh, because I mean, it's it's really it it really gives me solace that that we have fans such passionate fans that even though they lost the 49ers lost our fans still want they still want to know you know what so what do we do now what do we do now like uh, we we're not we're it's not over <laughs> it's not over like uh, the 49 it's just on to next year and now we've got to we got to get better so 
Uh, but Kimi says, thank, thank you, Kimi. I, re- I really appreciate you coming through. And uh, But yeah, to everybody, it was a great season. It was a really great season. And I hope you guys uh, still watch the games. I love football in general. And I, I just hope that we all just enjoy the rest of these games. I'm about to go watch the rest of the KC and uh, the KC and the Bengals uh, to see who the Philly's going to be playing. And then I'm going to start digging into digging into prospects and digging into these uh, contract situations to get ready for my show on Tuesday. But like, uh, but once again, appreciate you guys. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend so we can be friends every week. Uh, also. You can see this on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and anywhere where you can get your audio podcast. I had a great week last week with the audio podcast. I had 39 views or 39 listens on uh, for my for my audio podcast. I really appreciate the growth on that. And I really appreciate you guys, the humongous growth that I had the last couple of weeks on YouTube. Uh, we're now up to 233, or I think we might be 234 now. Like, But hey, like I said, tell a friend. Please tell a friend to tell a friend uh, so that we can that I can give you guys the most content that I possibly can. I can di- dig up whatever I can dig up. I can get bring up all these great guests that I bring on. Take a look at the scroll down and take a look at all these great guests that I bring that I'm finding for you guys. It is uh, these guys. Everybody that I bring in has great opinions. And I really do this just so everybody can get an ulterior oh, like a, an alternative view of the Niners and what could be and what, and what, what should be. So like I said, just stay tuned, stick with me and, uh, and I will see you guys on Tuesday, but we're always going to end it with a go Niners.